This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. Look, I think this morning we're going to share a coffee and also some of the uh, party pies and sausage rolls as well, I think. So we're chatting with Janine from the Australian Red Cross Lifeblood Service. Janine, thank you so much. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Very, very well. Thank you. Great to have a chat with you again. There's been some changes, some big changes at the Australian Lifeblood uh, Donor Centres Australia-wide this week with the... uh, I guess the, the, the ban on people with uh, from the United Kingdom during the 80s and 90s and the risk of mad cow, uh, that's been lifted now. It has. Look, a long time coming too, so very excited. Um, yeah, there was a ban there for a long time if you'd been there between 1980 and 96 um, consecutive. Uh, yeah, so the amazing smart people at uh, the universities and, um, and Lifeblood have worked out that yeah, there is no risk anymore. It's been a very long time since there's been a case. Mm. Um, so, yeah, all of those bans have been lifted. So those people that have lived in that in the UK in that area in that time can now be eligible to donate blood and plasma. Yeah, and I mean, it affected a lot of people. I, I know even just a couple of staff here at our work, um, when I mentioned to them, you know, popping over the road and, and donating, they had lived yeah. in the United Kingdom um, you know, for a couple of years in the 80s and the early 90s, so weren't able to donate. And I know a lot of people that fall in that boat. Is it going to open up a lot more donations, hopefully? Oh, fingers crossed, JB. Um, I kind of sound like a bit of a crack record every time we have a chat. It's the same conversation. We're so <laughs> quiet. We need more donors. Yeah. Um, so fingers crossed that this is one of those things that will, as I said, you personally, you know people... Yeah. Um, so just across Tamworth in general, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, nationwide we've got some amazing stats that um, that people have been inquiring about it. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully for us, um, it, well, and nationwide, but yeah, especially for us for Tamworth, yeah, people will come in now that that's lifted. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for that the eighties and nineties, I'm pretty sure. Sort of, if you go back to the old census data, the United Kingdom was the biggest. Um, uh, percentage of you know migrant population moving out here. So when you, you, you none of them can donate, um, it it does cut a lot of um, you know the population out. So fingers crossed. You mentioned before it does come at a very 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 good time because it is very quiet with donations Australia wide at the Lifeblood Service with this you know horrendous. Uh, COVID wave and flu at the moment. So, yeah. Well, I think last time you were in there, JB. I think you might have been the one and only. I think um, I was. Yeah. Plasma donor at that stage. I don't think you had too many mates sitting around yeah. you in there. It was um, it was a pretty sad day. But that's just what's happening. You know, I apologise for my croaky voice at the moment. I fell under that sick banner as well. It's yeah. just um, it's hitting Tamworth hard at the moment. So we really do. Um, need some new fresh faces if you are healthy, if you are well. Um, we definitely need to see you come in and, and donate some plasma. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it takes an hour and a half. Um, it's it's pain-free. I mean, I'm a wimp and I can do it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so if I can, anyone can. It is well, really... you feel like a pro now. You just sit there and arm <laughs> out, you know. It's just, yeah, it's easy. And then you just kick back and, and, and relax for yeah. an hour, you know. Bring a book. Bring yeah. your phone, bring your laptop, or just kick back and and talk to us. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Keep you guys entertained. Like I had to uh, when when I last donated, I got the VIP treatment. I was the only one in there, so I think uh, you know I had to keep keep Greg on his best behaviour. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And look, and that 
and that's sadly how it is at the moment. You yeah. know, we should never just have one donor no. in there. As you know, we have eight plasma machines in there. Yeah. Um, we can accommodate, you know, eight people every hour, and, and that's hopefully what we, you know, we want to be able to see. We want to see that come back. Um, it's a very easy, simple online system now. So you can just jump online. You can create yourself a file. Um, there's quizzes on there to see if you are eligible to be able to donate as well. Um, and then once you do all of that, it gives you all of the information that you need and then you can book an appointment and, and come in and see us. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And, of course, yet again, tell us the positives of uh, plasma and blood donations. I mean, it helps out a whole heap of lives, trauma patients, um, everything under the sun, really. See, I was just about to say, you've probably got this information straight off the bat, JB. But, yeah, look, as you donate plasma, we can make 18 different products from plasma. It's, um, it's a very important component of your blood. Um, and it only takes about an hour to be able to donate. And Australia-wide, the need for it just keeps increasing. We just can't keep on top of it at the moment. And especially now because of the, the flu season, yeah. Um, yeah, we're falling behind a little even bit more. So... Yeah, if you're healthy and well, you've got an hour, come and yarn to us and said sausage roll, listen to JB on the radio. What what more would you want? <laughs> don't, don't know about that last point. Hey, Janine, <laughs> thank you so much for the uh, the chat this morning. Uh, it's it's really good news with that with that bar, uh, you know, now being lifted and hopefully that uh, increases some of the donations. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. Hey, good morning, JB. It's Glenn, mate. How are you? Ah, Glenn. Very well. How are you? (laughs) Hey, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Hey, I hear you talking about us this morning. I... I, From uh, Nundell. (laughs) I am. I am indeed. Someone from Nundell. What are they called? Is it... No, um, yeah, well, whatever you want, really. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a Nundellian? A Nundellite? Oh, I've only been there a couple of years, mate, but I'll answer to anything. Oh, okay, fair enough. Good morning, 92.9. What's your name? Lynn. Lynn. How are you, Lynn? Good, good. How are you? Very well. How can I help you this morning? Um, Just with your, your Nundell question. Yes. Yeah, you got an answer for me? I have. I have. They're called Nundellites. It is Nundalites. I'm pretty sure, yeah. There we go. I had an inkling it was because Nundellian sounds funny. It does. It's weird. <laughs> so, yeah, Nundalites. Yeah, so I think it's Nundalites, like yeah. Woolaman of Woolamans. Um, Niangla is Nianglians. There we go. Look yeah, at you go. So... <laughs> which, which one are you? Are you a Tamworthian? I am a Tamworthian. Okay, yeah, yeah, but just got good knowledge on what people from the other areas are called. Yeah, when I first moved to town, I come from um, Bowling Alley Point. Oh, okay. Out what, that way. What What are they called? Bowling Alley Indians? Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lynn, thanks so much for the call. Thank you. No worries. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. Kind of ironic I'm going to be chatting about this topic because we've got a four-year-old in the studio this morning. Uh, Ames's daughter, Ali, joins us in this studio as well. And strange... Stop, JB. <laughs> 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 hey, 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 
I talked over the top ironic for what she was about to say. say just say it again. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's better. There we go. Beautiful. A Ames has trained her well. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, what did you turn the spare room into when the kid fled the nest? Fled the nest, kicked out, same thing. What, what does your parents do? Well, I mean, there's so many of us kids, well, someone yeah. just took my room. Yeah, what happened to the mansion once all the kids moved out? Because you um, had that many rooms. Well, I think yeah. someone else moved back in. Oh, really? Literally. <laughs> it was a revolving door, it's wasn't it, at your it place? It was a revolving door yeah. at my parents' house. Oh, really? Until three years ago. Yeah, when right. my youngest brother moved out. Oh, wow. wow. So your parents are only like recently empty, empty nesters. Just because then they moved. So they sold their house because yep. they were going to move to Queensland for yep. work, but then COVID. So they moved yep. into my sister's place for a year before like hoping COVID would yeah. dissipate. Yep. Yep. And my dad's contract was up there. Yep. They've only just moved into their own place a year ago. Oh, wow. There oh, you go. Wow. After like 30 something years. And and none of you guys are allowed back. No, They've no. They gone. moved away. You're on your own. They moved yeah. away. They're like, we're, They're done. Like, we're done. We're getting No more. <laughs> we're gone. Other side of the city. My parents were very quick with the whole room clean out with me. I was the first one to leave. I got an older brother ah, yes. and I got out of home before him. I moved away, obviously, here to Tamworth for first radio mm -hmm. job. So did it all in, in one hot go. And I remember the night before I left, my mum said, you know, go to Tamworth, give it six months. If you don't like it there, your room's back here. You can come oh, back. That's kind. Don't that's worry about generous. it. It was, all, it was all very lovely for my mum. God love her. I arrived here on the Tuesday, mm -hmm. Thursday night, my mum rang and went, how is it? I went, look, only two days in, but love it. Okay, great. Oh Saturday morning, I ring, mum and dad, renovated my room. What? <laughs> Cleaned it out, furniture gone, painted. No way. Turned into an office. After one phone See call. JB. Clarify. I was like, well, too bad if like next week. No, you're not coming you go, back. No, There's a desk no, there now. Done. You're gone. Yeah. One, Your bed's in the garage. <laughs> one one <laughs> phone call was all it was. So much for the six months, Your you know? parents hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> mm, who wouldn't? <laughs> was that Ali that just said that or was that Ames? No, it was me. Oh, it was you. Okay. <laughs> Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on... 92.9. Olivia, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Very well. I understand Tamworth was on uh, Current Affair last night with <laughs> with bats. It I understand. Sure was. I have to admit, I, I, I look, I didn't watch it. I I did see the it popped up in my news feed this morning because you yeah. know Facebook likes doing that. You know, giving you the news three or four days after. It does. Yeah. Um, it popped up this morning with their big voiceover guy going. The bats taking over a town. Yeah, watch out. Unbelievable. The dramatic Spreading. music. Yeah. I have to admit, that. I did not watch it yet because I was watching a council meeting, but I've yeah. got a group chat with a few of the media girls here <laughs> and we were all having a bit of a laugh about it. It's just like, yeah, I don't know, like 170,000 bats. 
and the, the locals are sick of them. One bat for every... Sorry, the other way around. Four bats for every one person. Yeah, and you've got this woman on there, like, banging a, a lid, being like, just get rid of them. <laughs> Bing, shoot them all. Yeah, I've never heard, like, from what I've... What I heard is that uh, yeah. the girls had never heard the S-H-I-T word oh, more yeah. in a segment. Oh. But, you know, it's interesting because um, I... Just live with the bats. They're just yeah. there. I think um, we have to do one of our world famous yay or nays on bats. We'll do that a little later on. Oh, on it's going to be all page. nay though because they poo everywhere. Uh, look, I like. I like to think if you read the comments on the ACA article. Well, you know it's there's funny. A few, there's a few people that love the bats. One of the girls just sent me a clip this morning of it, and it's um <laughs> where she's <laughs> she's like you know um. Some people aren't a fan of the bats, just like they aren't a fan of country music. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> That's our claim to fame, the bats and the country music. So, yeah, it's a bit funny because, you know, we've all reported on them already. Yeah, like, they're yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Current Affair steps in and wants to... I was on a Current Affair once. Were you? Yeah, years ago. What Years for? ago for, for here. So, oh. we... We were when I worked here last time. We were plugging um, to try and get. They were doing that Australian Here and Now Monopoly set, oh, and yeah. it was all the Australian towns could get on there, and it was through votes. Yeah. And we were. How many we, votes did you send in of yourself? That's not why a current affair were here. Vote, 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 reeking on the Monopoly set. One radio announcer in regional New South Wales spent three hundred dollars on self votes. <laughs> no, um, so we nearly made Mayfair. It was Tamworth. Oh, really? And I think it was like Melbourne or somewhere were yeah. going for the top part on the well, board because it got Melbourne, that many. Yeah. Melbourne might have ended up winning, but <laughs> um, and, and that was the whole thing they were going with, like Tamworth versus Melbourne. Really? Who will get the top part on the board? And they they found out that we were plugging it really heavily yeah. here on the radio to get people to vote. So a current affair, obviously, we're coming up here to do a story all about it. So naturally, they came in here and, wow. and uh, I got to do a, a piece to camera. Oh my uh, goodness! All about Look how amazing go. it is Change that we're of on career, there. Maybe. But then the this was the weird thing though. At that stage, a current affair wasn't aired here in Tamworth because there was oh, scheduling things okay. going yeah, on yeah, at yeah. the time. And we never got a current affair here, so no one in Tamworth could watch it. No! But yet my family and friends and cousins and all that back in Adelaide Watched saw it. it. They're like, there's our I JB. Got all that. And, I, and obviously this was 2007, 2008, oh, where they never okay. put stuff online. Yeah. So I, ne I never saw the story. <gasps> Do you reckon you could find it now? I don't, I'm not sure. Don't Shoot know. Shoot him an email. Reach, reach out. Maybe after just poo canning him for the last four minutes on air, they might not send me the story now. But oh, that's true. Um, a current affair hits back. Hits back at story about Monopoly set. <laughs> Everything's so dramatic on commercial TV, isn't it? Everything, it, even it nice is. stories. They're like, what happened to the man who went through the desert? Find out tonight. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. I I was, yeah. Yeah. Good one. Everything's just over very <laughs> dramatic, is. isn't it? It is. Jeez. But, I mean, hey, you love it because you love your reality TV. So, I you do. Know, Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. Absolute pleasure to have a chat with Tim Friedman from the Whitlams and also the Whitlams Black Stump Band. Tim, thank you so much for your time. How are you? Good, thank you. Good morning, JB. Good morning, listeners. 
yeah, great to great to have a chat with you this morning. Where are you? Where are you? Where am I chatting to you from at the moment? Where are you based? Uh, I'm si- I'm in Sydney at the moment, and I'm about to go into rehearsal with the um, with the country lineup. Fantastic, lovely. You you're you're heading up this way, Gunnedah Town Hall, uh, Wednesday, August three. Um, which is awesome. You've been very busy with this project over the last 18 months. It seems like you've toured to every single uh, section of the country. Well, yeah, well, during 21, I, I, I toured solo a lot because it was the safest way to do it. And yeah. um, But now, as soon as I can, of course, I'm getting the... Uh, Travelling with other musicians is less lonely in the dressing room. <laughs> I really love the, the stuff that you've been doing with the Whitlam's Black Stump Band. It is your sort of country project and I know you've mentioned this a few times in interviews it kind of is a bit of an extension I guess on the work that you did all those years ago in the Whitlam's. Uh, yeah yeah we, we redo um, about six or seven Whitlam songs and the rest of it's new stuff and, and country covers so it's a, it's a completely different sort of uh, experience for people but they will recognize some of the tunes. I like the song, uh, The Day That John Sattler Broke His Jaw. Uh, tell us tell us a bit about it. Well, um, that was an incident that happened in the 1970 Rugby League Grand Final. And the song is about all the suburbs around Waterloo and Redford in Sydney waking up on Grand Final Day and just how much the match uh, means to them all and what they're doing on the day. So it's a bit of a rambling social history of um, inner-city working-class Sydney. I love how you manage to do this. I've always appreciated that with your songwriting ability where you can take away stuff from everyday life and write a song about it that often, I know, it comes across serious but always has a bit of a smirk to it. One of my favourites is um, your tune Love This City, which, of course, you wrote about, I guess, uh, Sydney in the lead-up to the, the Sydney Olympic Games. Um, I, I've always enjoyed that. I imagine you enjoy that aspect of songwriting too? Yeah, that one, I just wanted to give voice to show that not everyone was pleased about getting the Olympics. And so I wrote a sort of theme song. It was actually a country song in reverse where the fellow loses um, his girlfriend and his job, but everything's fine until he sees the fireworks yeah. saying Sydney's got the Olympics. And I used to enjoy the fact that people just took the um, <laughs> chorus out of context. Yes. And you'd hear, you got to love this city, and... Um, even though it was a little bit uh, sarcastically rendered. Yes, <laughs> I, I do. I do love that. Your uh, your Eternal Nightcap album as well, turning twenty five this year. I understand you getting out on the road and, uh, and and touring that one as well, which is exciting. Uh, yeah, we're doing all the capital cities, and I'm um, doing the album in its entirety. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's going really well. We're doing sort of big two thousand seaters in Sydney and Melbourne, and. Um, it's going well. I think I've realised it's a bit easier to sell nostalgia than it is to sell new music. <laughs> Do you often listen back to Eternal Nightcap now? No. I listened to it last week for the first time in 12, 13 years and um, I got a bit of a shock. I was surprised how much instrumentation there is in it because I'd been used to just doing it as a four-piece. So I decided then and there to add a second keyboard for this coming tour just to do a lot of the organ and Mellotron parts. Do you find there's a little bit of sort of, do you view the Whitlam's as sort of the before Eternal Nightcap uh, Whitlam's and then the post that album or not really? Oh, definitely, because the first two albums with a couple of fellas who were from Canberra who taught me a lot and they were very 
quite very roots musicians. That's where I got my sort of love of country. Yeah. And um, but they both um, passed away, and so uh, from a turn like Capon, it was sort of I was the driving force, um, and it got a little bit more electric and yeah. a little bit more poppy than the early Whitlam's, which was quite rootsy. Yeah, and I imagine sort of all of a sudden, you know, seeing that album on TV, going to the ARI Awards, seeing it in record stores and all that, that would have been a, like a huge pinch-me type moment, I imagine. Oh, yeah, it was. It was a bit of a fairy tale because we were on our own record label and no one expected us to do what we did. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, You've done some other stuff, obviously... Um, you did, you know, a lot more albums with the Whitlams, uh, the but the stuff before the Black Stump Band. You've done the uh, the Australian Idol side project, and also some of the stuff with the symphony orchestras around the country as well. Do you like sort of pushing yourself a little bit and getting a bit out of your comfort zone, doing some of that kind of stuff? Oh, absolutely! A change is always a holiday. Yeah, um, it's exciting playing in an orchestra, but. Um... It's completely different to running around the country playing solo, which, to be honest, is a lot more challenging because to play just yourself a grand piano, a country audience, and a, and a, and a bit of patter between songs, you've got to be thinking all the time. Whereas when you're sitting in the middle of a symphony orchestra, you're really just making sure you keep the structure correct because it's impossible to turn the Titanic around. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. If people haven't seen the uh, Whitlam's Black Stump Band, you're coming to the Gunnedah Town Hall Wednesday, August 3. What can people expect from the show, Tim? Well, I've got the band that recorded the track. Uh, so Rod McCormack on banjo, Matt Fell on bass, and Ollie North on pedal steel, and my long-term drummer, Terrapi Richmond, um, at the back. And um, it's a very good-natured show with half Whitlam songs and half um, new material. Yeah. So... Uh, uh, looking forward. It sounds very imposing, doesn't it? The Gunnedah Town Hall. <laughs> and you know how you get to the town hall? Lots of practice. I, you've got it all covered this year. It sounds like a very busy year for yourself. You've got that uh, 25th anniversary for Eternal Nightcap. You're doing the stuff with the Black Stump Band. What, what's next? Or is that an impossible question to answer? Um, oh, we're going to finish off the Black Stump album and yep. put that out next year. That's, that's next off the list. Yeah, right, and then probably more touring off the back of that, I imagine. Well, that's the idea of the Black Stump Band, yeah. that I can get out and, cl- and tour regionally. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's exactly what we'll be, do- we'll be doing, yeah. Fantastic. Hey, Tim, thank you so much for the chat. Really appreciate your time and all the best uh, during your uh, tour and the show here in Gunnedah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the spins. Cheers. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. With our brain started this morning, 29% of people do not know this about their partner is the question. 29% of people don't know this about their partner. Olivia, what do you what 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 are you going with with the answer? Um, oh, I, sorry. I thought I wasn't on. on. There we go. I thought it was their middle name. Oh. Yeah. You reckon? Um, well I mean Nah, because I think I do ask that question, but, like, no one's asked me in a while. Oh, okay. Actually, I don't have a partner, so that could be... Well, maybe. <laughs> um, I, feel, I feel like um, all the answers that people have given me this morning are things that I probably knew about Case within, like, the second date. So I'm starting to think that I... Are you a question I... asker, though? Well, that's what or I'm thinking. Or do you thinking. just say that because you've been with her for so long? Like, what's it been, like, two decades? But, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <clears throat> um, 
but no, I I swear half of these I knew within a couple of days. Yeah, like you know, like favorite so, color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I feel like yeah. that stuff's just so unimportant. Like I want to ask the real questions. Typical journo, <laughs> you know. What What's your thoughts on climate change? Yeah, you know, like you know, what political party are you with? Split? Be divided. Yes. You know, what's what, your fifteen-year plan? <laughs> fifteen-year plan. <laughs> you know, like the really important <laughs> questions, like where will you be if I want to be a working mum? You know, I th- I think I I'm a question asker. What you don't ask me many questions. What's my middle name? Marie. No. No, I don't know. What is your middle name? <laughs> it's Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> yeah. Olivia Shirley. Really? Yeah. Wow, there you go. Yeah, it's my aunt's uh, We've been here all morning because I would not have guessed Shirley. There you go, huh? Do you know my middle name? You don't have one. No, I do. Oh, Andrew? No. James? No. So that's with a B. A B? Mm. So so my last name starts with a B, obviously. Yeah. But even if I exclude that... Is it Brendan? no, I'm J. I'm JB, regardless of how. What's your middle name? Benjamin. Oh, I should have guessed that. It's always <laughs> Benjamin if you're born in the '80s. <laughs> Jared Benjamin Burke. No, you don't even know my last <laughs> name. <laughs> I just know your name's JB. Do you ever read the? Where's the phone cards in the studio? Oh, no, because your my name's in my phone is JB. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I'm, what is your last name? Brooke. Oh, jeez. I was close. <laughs> I was close. Burke, Brooke. Oh, I'll just crawl back into my office. No, that's right. Um, that's, that's hilarious. But, okay, so asking them their their name. Uh, wait. No, tw- 29% of people do not know this about their partner. Do Favorite want- food? Oh, it's f- close. It's food related. Oh, what they're allergic to. No. Oh, I no. think you should ask that. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Do you have anaphylaxis to peanuts? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, what is that? It is food related. 29% of people do not know this about their partner. Their favorite salad dressing. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, you know what? You're like, my... no one would ever guess that, JB. That was the stupidest question. No, it was a good brain buster. But like, yeah. you know, it's it's a thing because like, do men eat salad? I do. Okay. I ch- mine changes depending on how yeah. I feel. I've got sort of two or three that I alternate the between. French dressing? Yeah. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9.